0: There's no greater way than to be mauled by an animal, watching your own body being destroyed, everything you loathe about yourself, eaten. I said, do you not see? I said how cathartic it would be to see the person you despise and loathe that destroyed your life, you you consumed by a wild animal, the thing you hate most on this planet, ripped apart by a fucking wild animal. I'm like, that's everything we've all dreamt of. You fucking wake up. Giuseppe, it's a fucking dream. Welcome to your life,
1: there's no turning back, even while we sleep, we will find you acting on your best behavior, turn your back on Mother Nature, everybody. How are you? Are you good?
0: Oh, mate. I tell you, I'm sorry that we missed last week to anyone listening. We had... Um... We've been thwarted. Well, you know what happened is um, I, we, had, we were scheduled and then my ex had a meeting, an important meeting. <laughs> and then we're like, okay, we're going to meet up at five then. We'll do it. And then she said, oh, I'm running late. And I'm like, well, I'm at your house. I'm dropping the kids off. Where are you? I'm d- we're doing the pod. She said, oh, I'm waiting for the bus. To take me home from the Christmas party (laughs) But there was no meeting There was no no meeting It was a Christmas party She wanted to go and uh, have uh, turkey I I basically took out the whole day and then So then we're like Fucking what happened the next day So Friday's gone We're we're already running late man Because partly it's um, We've been in Sydney We're obviously dejected Because the numbers have plummeted And we want money
1: That's just you but, yeah.
0: But then anyway, so we come back from Sydney. And then Saturday, what happened on Saturday? Something else fucking happened. Um, look, we, we can't – these sound like excuses, but something happened on Saturday <laughs> or Sunday. We were, we were going to record. And it was like – oh, yeah, yeah. I think she ended up having them – she had them on the Friday night. And then Saturday morning they came back earlier. Sunday was fucked. And now what day is it? It's fucking – Monday, Wednesday, everything's fucked. It's Wednesday.
1: Man, it's just five days before Christmas.
0: You know what's crazy about it is um, there's a weird thing when you miss the deadline. It's happened my whole life. There's initial panic, you know? You're like, report's due tomorrow. And then there's elation where it's just tomorrow hits. You don't contact anyone. <laughs> you're at the beach. Yeah. You're having a slushy, and then you're like, oh, three days have passed. The problem is when I the deadline
1: had- seems hard and then the deadline passes... Uh, You You feel amazing It's like it no longer means anything Like when the the sky doesn't fall You're like well maybe the sky will never fall Maybe maybe I'll just do this forever
0: There's this amazing moment where they're all consumed We need it by Friday And then it hits like Thursday the next week You've had slushies You went to the beach You've gone (laughs) to fitness first and you're like, my life hasn't changed at all. <laughs> and it turns out, Enrique's report was irrelevant.
1: Mm. Who cares about the audit of Goldfields Mines? I like when they go from uh, we like we need this on Friday, like you, you fucking get it done, get it to us. And then Tuesday yeah. the week after, they're like, please, please, can you tell us when it will? Oh, they go to beg dude. it. It changes from like we we'll fucking crush you if this isn't done to could you please let us know. Please, hat in hand. That's
0: the ultimate emasculation where it's like a threat. Friday, close a business, finals, thing. And then it's Wednesday and then eventually it's three weeks later and they're like, look, just give me what you've done. You're fine. I know you haven't done the report. You're keeping your job. You're still getting a Christmas bonus. I'm a cuck. I've lied to my boss and said that it's done. I now have to do it. Can you just give me whatever little work you've done and it was the exact same thing that happened in university. You were in group assignments. The team didn't work, but you were marked on teamwork. So the guy that basically just said, suck my dick, I haven't done anything, you never reported them. You're like, dude, you met at the library and you go, everyone handing your work, where's yours? And he's just eating a sandwich and skateboards <laughs> off. And he just he goes, I'm just here to sign the report. And you're like, mate, you've screwed us. You didn't do any of the work. And he's like, why would I? Fuck you. And then skates off and you're like, you know, that guy is cool. There's nothing better than missing a deadline
1: for your mental health. Oh, yeah. It's very good, man. It's very free. Liberate
0: you. The only problem is obviously the listeners are out there. But who are they? Are they real? <laughs> is, there, is there anyone still listening? Dude, anyway, so we've had... Picks of the week. Unbelievable. I was in Sydney... My shares have been going so well and then Strike, which was heavy in on a contract for difference, suddenly had a downgrade, plummeted to 36 cents. I'm down about 60 grand in a day because of the contract for different. People are like, I'm doing gigs and they're like, dude, you don't seem that excited. I'm like, I got other problems. (coughs) A fucking liquidation, dude. Fear of liquidation. (laughs) And then as soon as the trip's over, we're back. Yeah, It was just an anomaly to ruin my trip. And then the worst thing is this week's been the same cruising. I'm starting to be wealthy again on the back of strike, but I then have been closing out strike at around 45 cents mm. on a contract for different. Cause I was buying a lot at 36. So it's actually all right. Yeah. you know? Cause I can do 10 X leverage. So it's actually good going. Yeah. Right. Um, so that, that, that yield is huge. It's, you know, it's hundreds of, but anyway, so it's going great. But then Hazar, I thought oh, I'll jump into Hazar, and that,
1: there we are. <laughs> oh, no. There has we been, are. Has it had a little, has it had a little dip?
0: Hazar's, oh, Hazar's like literally has two days to deliver their promise all year that they will be, they will proof of product this year. And they've already said they're taking Christmas, New Year's off because they want turkey, they deserve a break, <laughs> and... So they've already they, they planned the holiday and I'm like, so they literally have two days and now it's starting to languish. Obviously, I'm heavily leveraged, so I'm down again. I'm <laughs> fucked on so It's a small drop, but it's a shitload when you're 5X leverage. I'm like, oh, my God, all the money I made on strike's been given back. If I just held strike, which is probably going to
1: get taken over. Man, well, so t- TPD, uh, TPD has been delisted. Yeah, 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 yeah. In my portfolio, I still have... Uh, I still have thousands of TPD shares, thousands and thousands. Oh
0: no, no! Well, look, it takes a week or two, and, and then
1: they become that, a that, s- strike. Is that right? They're going to be converted, and
0: that strike, that price is repressed. Like that should jump up quite significantly once it becomes strike. Your net mm. worth will increase.
1: Ooh, well, it's I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's, uh, it's at a high at the moment. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, seeing yeah. how it washes uh, out. Do-, do you know what date it was supposed to be? It's supposed to be changed over.
0: Oh, no, 28th of December, so it won't come. But there's actually meant to be an update tomorrow or the 22nd to open up the gas policy right after they've managed to secure this cheap. Mm. So um, there's a big chance that there'll be some big movement. Unfortunately for me, (coughs) it's the panic of being down 60 grand meant that I was really happy to lock in 44 cents, 43,
1: 44.
0: (laughs) I I was like, oh, my God, my whole trip... In the hostel, just staring at the wall going, what, I want to get in Hazard. I don't want to be in this strike bullshit. It's been too much. So as soon as they, they had me underwater for a week of like the lowest of the year. So obviously once it was 44, I'm elated. I'm out. Now it's 47. I sold some at 40. I, I, I fucked it up, dude. <coughs>
1: I, 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 but, you know, but you still, just like, man, you stuck to your plan, which is good. You sold, you took profit. That's great. You don't, have to, you don't need to worry about where like the potential. I did make quite
0: a significant... I made good money. People keep asking, where are you getting your money? And I'm like, I've been making huge money on contracts for different... <laughs> it's been unbelievable. <laughs> but it comes at a great toil, toil because it's like... Um, a stock moves from 67 cents to 63... And I lose 30, 40 grand, so it's like mm. 50 grand. You know, it's big swings yeah. on tiny. They're like, why are you up so upset? It's down 3%. I'm like, it's, ha-ha, it's not 3%, it's 45%. <laughs> <laughs> because
1: it's never, yeah, it's 3% hard. is 30% for you, man, on your CFDs.
0: Yeah, yeah, effectively. So it's a 30% move on my life savings. Mm. So it's like, wow, wow. But equally so, it's a house in three it's uh checkmate one move <laughs> one move checkmate but dude um so what anyway we've we've what an anti-climax for the end of the year man because i ended up having a massive fight today with my ex that that's why we didn't record this morning
1: what was the fight about
0: well what 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 she keeps what keeps happening is we had an agreement that we are going to swap to a week on week off that actually works so i can gig over east yeah but it keeps getting reneged if we have a fight about something else. So, <laughs> on, the, on the flight over to Sydney, it was changed. So, nah, we need the sleepover day again. I've changed my opinion. So, then I'm like, ah, oh, the whole year's fucked. I'll never be able to do stand-up. And then today, it was like, actually, we're not changing at all. It's staying how it is, which is basically unworkable so that I can't go over east without getting my parents to babysit them for at least four nights. So, it's like... I can never gig. So that's re- – obviously once that's removed, it's like uh, exactly what strike happened. They remove hope. I'm yeah. like, okay, so another, <laughs> another year with no opportunity to ever go anywhere and have fun doing stand-up, mm. I basically have to stay in Perth gigging to, to, to housewives and FIFO workers for eternity. <laughs> it just kills you, man. You know what's amazing in Sydney? It's not even that good. But people are there. The peeking duck guys watching. You chat to him after. You, you recognise him. You're like, who's this twit? Then you look him up. He's he's got an aria. You know what I mean? You're <laughs> hanging out. You're moving. You're shaking hands with people. In Perth, you literally got a FIFO worker saying, Come round to my house in Midlands, we're making meth in a bar. You can have a free you can have a free pipe. You are so funny. Come and entertain us at the farm. We've got a, a commune out there with uh, prostitutes tied to bins. We're living <laughs> like dogs. It's Mad Max. <laughs> Come and do my fucking bikey gathering. Did you know
1: I, man? How was Sydney for you? Did you have a nice time?
0: Oh, dude, I had a very bad thing because I had a cheap hostel mm. and it was the room was too hot. So I was actually finding relief. Sitting in the alcoves on the street, you know, because <laughs> they're, they're So I spent most of my day like in an alcove, like a homeless guy lying on the concrete just to cool off. Mm-hmm. And by day two, I ended up having to do a podcast with someone that, that was like meet me, and I go, look, I'm not going two hour round, a three hour round trip for your pod. So we met. We did a pod around a lake for three hours in the sun.
1: Which pod was this?
0: It was Andrew, ha- Andrew Barnett's one. We did it three hours. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like Ralphie May. I'm out of breath. We're walking around a lake or something in Cogra. He's got me mic'd up. I'm like, dude, I haven't done any exercise. I came back in. I am fucking sunburned <laughs> the rest of the trip. My nose has like peeling, third degree burns, I'm wearing red shirts. People are like, what the fuck? How'd you get so red? And I'm like, I don't basically have any accommodation. I'm homeless. I'm basically outdoors all day. And it's fucking hot. I'm sitting on Coogee Beach all day, cooling off in the salt water.
1: Just waiting for the sun to go down so you can go back to bed.
0: (laughs) I'm basically camping. You know that camping experience where you're like, how good is it? The window wouldn't shut. So the window's open. So basically as soon as the light's on, I'm up. It's 5 a.m. and I'm up. I check my shares. They're still down, fucking shitload of money. And then I go down to the beach and I cool off in the... It's equivalent to eating, drinking salt water. I keep cooling off in the ocean. (laughs) But you're not actually getting out of the sun. So you're like, oh, I feel so crispy. And you keep dunking yourself in salt and getting crispy and crispy. And you end up like, you know, you cook that pork, the outside, uh, the crackling. Yeah. You're making crackling because you're in the sun and you keep dipping in the salt and then <laughs> dipping in the salt and getting in the sun, <laughs> dipping in the salt and you're like, my lips are so fucking thick. They're so fucking thick, dude. Um, but anyway, look, long and the short of it, it is the power of your mind because you realise there's no refuge in or out from the sun from your own mental health. Even in Sydney, all the dreams of it being such a beautiful place, it's ultimately fucking no different. There is no silver lining in this storybook, in this in this cloud. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've slowly realised Sydney was not the salvation. You had
1: built it up in your head. Like, if only I could be in Sydney, then everything oh, would yeah. be... Yeah, but a lot of... Um a, a lot of your uh, your mental health is based on the idea that if, if one uh, variable changed, it would all be okay.
0: Well, man, my whole recovery plan is like I stay and strike until the takeover, which I've now failed to do, <laughs> and I don't want to buy it at forty six. <laughs> that makes me half a mil, and then I back the, do it into H, H- Hazer. And, and there you are. Yep. There, there I am sitting on a few million. And the other one was DXB, which is the medical, the, the new mesoblast. Blast. I found a new surrogate Miso Blast. <laughs> That's the exact same idea, mm. um, which is approval in March. That comes off at 10X. So I'm hoping to get into that. The, the dream sequence was strikes taken over a double, half a mil. hazar to four mil. Four mil into DXB, 40 mil by May. That's the plan. That's basically yeah. the hop, skip, jump. Mm-hmm. Hop, skip, jump. But unfortunately, I never you never account for your own instincts. So when you're up 50, 70, 80 grand, you lock in some because you're like, oh, it's so much better being up than when I was down in Sydney <laughs> lying on that um, <laughs> yeah. eating chicken on the ground. Sunburn.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's difficult to stick to the plan when you are crisping yourself on the streets of of Newtown.
0: And also, also, so you're in Coogee. I'm in near the the proximity to the beach, right. right? I could walk to the beach. But when you're lying in it down, and if, you've lost a fuckload of money, and you're lying outdoors in the sun, you can understand the next week when it recovers miraculously. I might, might I add, Macquarie downgraded their valuation of Strike after the last drill. 16%, which was based... There's 300 mil market cap for this one project. Yeah. So they wrote off 160 mil of it based on nothing. So it's complete manipulation, right? There was only a tiny auxiliary area that they were extending. It's only like 3 or 4% materiality on this entire 300 mil project. Yeah. But the analyst drops it by half. Sure. And then they short into it. They make the profit. They ruin my fucking week in Sydney and so, because
1: then, if they're if they're downgrading it, right? You're, you're thinking, well, I better lock in some profit before it really the arse really falls. Well, out yeah,
0: of. they they downgraded it sixteen percent over the whole value, but it was three thirty percent of the asset was under scrutiny, so it's effectively halving the value of that particular asset within the vehicle. Sure, which is obviously complete fucking horse shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not possible, right? So,
1: why did they do that? What was their reasoning for doing that?
0: I think they were positioning for this <clears throat> WA Gas Amendment policy and the ultimate takeover by Gina, which will happen now
1: shortly. But why is that? But why would they downgrade based on that? It seems good.
0: Um, because they want that. that it's it's not a true reflection of their opinion. They're buying. Right. And shorting, yeah. like as in, they want to close out their shorts, they want to buy back in, mm-hmm. so they create uh, the appearance of weakness to allow an exit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like yelling to someone and going, "Look, fire, fire!" Everyone runs out of the or shark, shark! Everyone goes out of the pool so you can have a few easy laps, <laughs> relaxing with the cocktail. Yes, it's all. Do you know? Or you yell, "Hey, fire, fire, fire!" Or, or you pretend you're pregnant and get a seat on a train. Do you know, it's, it's manipulation of the populace to get what you want. You, you It's the same thing that I said. Yeah, Like a seagull pretends to be limp to get more chips. Yep. It's all the same fucking, the one led seagull. It's all the games of the dastardly humans, man. Mm-hmm. But how have you been going?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like I'm in a mental rut. Just fucking, just swimming, swimming against... Uh, Swimming upstream against the against the current.
0: Dude, that's that's what I keep telling people. I'm like, the water's the water's lovely. Just lie back and relax and go with it, man. Go with the current. Like you're in Laos on those come on, man. Jump in. The water's lovely. I see so many people swimming upstream like Salmon. Just relax, float with it, and watch your life go down a plug hole. (laughs) You don't have to fight with everything. You don't have to react. Do you know what I mean? You can just be – you know in Laos when they go on those inflatables down the river? Yeah. That's how you treat life. They update you and they say your car's been repossessed and you just say, ha-ha, I don't want a car. I prefer walking. <laughs>
1: just drift off. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that I am struggling. I'm saying that it feels like I am – like I'm not of not of my own volition. It just feels like I'm swimming against the current, trying to swim yeah, up yeah. straight. Like that's just like, – t- like, you know, getting out of bed, just – basic things trying to thinking oh, trying to figure out what to eat uh, making my way from room to room
0: i understand where you're at because i'm getting joy about self isolation i really trying to create a deprivation chamber where i don't have inter- i'm getting more and more joy the less i see anyone
1: i've been feeling that a lot too man i've been-
0: <laughs> and i'm actually i've got <laughs> glee and they're like are you going to see anyone and i'm like how about i see no one how does that yeah. How good is the thought? And I'm just deleting WhatsApp groups, just withdrawing from everything, just not appearing at any events, just basically becoming a ghost in your own life and feeling free. Eventually it's the ghost of Christmas past, just wandering around looking at people through the glass windows <laughs> and having no footprint on this realm. And they're just like, don't you want to like go and argue about, Gaza Strip strip with someone at Kings Park watching a movie. I'm like, I want to just drive past and look out the window and see other people having picnics and know that I don't have to go anymore.
1: (laughs) I have no friends.
0: (laughs) And just looking at albums go up of groups of kids hanging out Mm. and just knowing that I wasn't there Mm. and feeling joy. Didn't you have a Christmas party last week? Uh, I, I've not been invited to a Christmas party for years, dude. <laughs> I thought you said you were at one. I had the Hard Yarns podcast. I, I basically just roasted them. It went so well with their audience. <laughs> I, I ended, like, I know you guys don't respect me, but I said, there's one thing that makes me better than anyone in this room. I said... You listen to their podcast and I don't. <laughs> you listen to that pod, their podcast and I don't. I've never. And just roasting them. The the main host is doing a lot of manifestation and
1: I kept I told him that what do you what do you mean by man, manifestation? He
0: go he I said you keep you keep uh, manifesting, you know, the power of now. Like, he goes,
1: like this like the secret kind of shit.
0: Yeah, and I was like you call it manifesting? We call it Centrelink. You've got kids.
1: You need to get a job.
0: <laughs> you useless guy. That sponsors that. But it's actually quite fun to go into a pod and then just do stand-up directly about everyone there and basically just taking out the anger of your losses on the stock market <laughs> at really nice people. And they're all clapping and going, ah, oh, such a pish taker, but you're actually being vicious. There's no humour. You're just lashing out because you've had a bad day. you you have no other Christmas parties and you're not happy with the only one you've been invited to. So you attack. But, uh, dude, I, um, the passage of time is becoming incredibly
1: fast. But you think it's, you're finding it speeding up?
0: Well, I mean, my, my death is, feels about three moves away.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 Are you feeling the same? Uh, I don't know, man. I feel, I've, I feel like I've stepped out of time recently. Like I, I, I realised yesterday that it was uh, how late in the year it was and that Christmas was next oh. week. That was terrifying.
0: Dude, once you, once once time accelerates to a point, you actually can't mourn other people. They're like, she's dying. And you're like, we're all dying. There's minutes left. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And you see people crying at a grave going, oh, my dog's dead. I'm like, we're all dead. It's over. Yeah,
1: when it feels like 11.59 for you, it's difficult. Yeah,
0: to- <laughs> yeah, yeah your, your empathy, Your empathy wanes because you're playing Old Lang Syne, the last 10 seconds countdown before the new year. Mm. So, do you know what I mean? It's like when the world's ending and you see someone crushed by a rock, but you're like, the apocalypse is on. Like, we can see the sun melting (laughs) everything. (laughs) I don't feel any empathy for anyone. We're all over, dude. We were just but a passage of time. Mm. I feel now I've become acutely aware that we're just but a passage of time. Just seeing, like, even the legacy items of the comics and our... our people that we that were icons are dying and becoming irrelevant in our own life. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like, what do you mean, like family or?
0: Well, I'm just everyone. I'm just saying, like everyone sort of completed their task. Like you know what they do as a job, or even if they've ex- ex- succeeded, they've done that now. Yeah. So now they live. They live in their house and their holiday. And we know, ah, you became a success, you didn't. But even now it's irrelevant in a way because it seems so late in the piece. Do you know what I mean? Like you realise it was irrelevant. Like as in even the people that got on, got I'm not giving, that did well Mm. from my age group. Uh, It's like, well, what what does it matter anyway? Because we're all fucked anyway. That's over now.
1: Yeah, like there's, it feels like there's no future. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything is past.
0: Yeah, you're, you're acutely aware that the, we, we were but a moment, and, and you become that you realise you can see the chapter flicking on, the 100-year chapter moving. Yeah. Not saying that we're very old, but I'm just saying, obviously, I'm very young spring chickens. <laughs> do, you know, do you know a comic took a photo of my forehead and zoomed in on all the stress wrinkles? <laughs> I, like, I look like one of those kids that went to World War Two and had shell shock <laughs> and saw some shit. <laughs> you know those guys that come back with the... Pipe. They're smoking a pipe, and they've got blackened skin. And you're like, he looks seventy eight, and he's fourteen.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels it feels like um, it feels like nothing's happening at the same time. It feels like nothing is ever happening, but uh, yeah. the days are screaming past you like a freight train. Like you're standing next to the tracks, and a train ah. is just hauling ass right by your head.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know what's happening is the monotony and repetitiveness of life is becoming clearer because of the the speed you're aware of, like back in the day events would happen and they're so spaced out when you're a kid that you're not aware of the loops but now hmm. as the passage of time accelerates as you get older you become acutely aware of the the, the cliches and the repetition in 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 your experience Mm -hmm. You're like Oh this again That again Fuck Christmas and I know we're talking about it all the time But the conversations are compacting And everything becomes An experience that's familiar It's like being trapped in deja vu Mm -hmm. You're squirming around Looking for some original thoughts And the only way you can do it Is by acting fucking crazy Because that's the only (laughs) That's the only thing new uh, and you've got to – I mean, I was with these people at the comedy store and people were saying, you are actually fucking unwell, dude. You're insane. But it's actually I yearn for something different. So I will be fucking crazy now because I, I just want to jam that handbrake on and skid the car and have a different experience in the latter years of my life. Like, I'm, I cannot stand – The way that people have have fallen into the behaviour and the pattern of the Mm. routine of existence. Mm. People are all complicit now, dude. They've all been broken. In
1: what what respect?
0: The dog no longer whimpers. It just goes straight to the laundry without being told. You raise the slipper and the dog just... You don't even raise the slipper. Now you make the sound of the slipper. And it walks to the lounge, it walks through the lounge and jumps in its basket in the laundry. That's what people are now. You can almost trick, you can make a sound and they, they will jump off the couch. They ask, they're ask they obedient. People, it's amazing watching uh, like a horse whisperer, the way society has broken in the horse. Like most people are broken in now. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. So if you're at a shopping mall yelling, licking the ground, they do not know how you are not on the lead. Like what is going on in this guy's life <laughs> to break the, ob- the the bond of society. Do you know what I mean? To shatter the reality? Do you know I got on my way to to be like what I've been doing in the last few pods, mentioning mm. trying to um, be jarring.
1: Yeah, well and uh, hauling have you found that it's been helping you at all?
0: It doesn't matter. It's the only thing that feels real. Besides, it's just watching the last few bits of sand race out of that um, the time of life. You know that what's it the the, the sand trap of life? What's
1: the it? hourglass? <laughs>
0: The in the sand
1: trap of life. The sand trap. Yeah, it's not an hourglass. It's a sand trap. Yeah, watch, you, you think watch it's an hourglass, and then you realize that you were, you've actually you're the one who's sinking. Sand isn't moving at all. You're sinking into a quicksand pit below you. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's sinking sand. <laughs> Everyone goes, "Oh, how nice is the hourglass." I'm like, until you imagine that that speck of the top is
1: you. You're getting drained out. So Wait, well, how come I can taste the sand? <laughs> That's crazy. It's in my mouth and ears. Why can I taste I, it? I, I thought I was watching the sand disappear. Here, but I'm I'm trapped
0: You would have a better life If you had This is what you should give a baby Is an hourglass of its life So it's aware Because right now We'd be aware Like holy fuck Watch You know you should have In your bedroom The number of grains of sand And average life So that you become aware And you start to get Very panicky at the end Do you know like You would on a flight Where it's about to crash And you're like Maybe I have sex With the fucking air hostess. I'm gonna get drunk Do you know like Right now you'd be acting, and that's what I think's happened to me. I think I'm acutely aware of the sand, the sand trap, whereas everyone else has become obedient and they can just hear their, bar, their, their master um, shooing them with the slipper or the, the rolled-up newspaper to whip the dog into the laundry. And I'm looking around going like, hey, I've only got about 13 sleeps left in this fucking laundry. I'm going to maul the owner. I want to bite his dick off and maul him. I need to fucking feel alive before I, you know, you want to feel alive once
1: before you die. I just don't know how you can master the will or energy. Like for me, it's uh uh the the issue is a feeling of defeat, or not even defeat, just a a, a lack of desire to do anything. I just want to lay down. I just lay down and 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 listen yeah. to the listen to the fucking brakes of the train squealing as it goes oh, careening past.
0: Mate, I know what you're saying because that was my what I was doing when I was um, doing the pork crackling experience, which is my – a lot of people do ice baths, I do pork crackling. So it was sunbaking and then going into the salt water and you go underwater and hold your breath so there's no noise and sound and then you float just down to the bottom and then once you're desperate for air, you swim back to the top. And (laughs) do you know, like, I, I do that a lot and i was telling people at the gig i'm like it's the only way i can actually do these spots because i don't care about it is i have to do about an hour of bobbing where i'm in the koji beach and i just keep allowing myself to sink to the bottom and simulating drowning with no sound and totally being still and submitting to the universe and then floating the top and then i can come in and do my 7 minutes about my cock <laughs> otherwise i can't i don't Come to the gig. But what I was fantasising about was that, right? The missed deadline. Mm. The moment where you just stay at that hostel, you stop going to gigs, and then you realise you've been there for three years and you've been breaking into cars, stealing to get money, and you're no longer answering to the name Andrew. Your name is Jebediah, and you're, you're actually sleeping rough and Coogee. And you realise one day your phone just fell away and your keys and you just continue walking and eventually wrapped yourself in a bin bag and crawled into the caves Mm. on the side of Coochie. Do you know, like, is that not the moment? And then you realise, like, it's been 15 years. And I suppose in many ways you no longer have kids because you haven't communicated (laughs) for 15 years. And you've seen the papers missing. Andrew, has anyone seen Andrew? And you've used that to warm yourself in the cave to stay alive. And you, do you know that that idea of walking away and just slowly freeing yourself of the responsibilities of being a human and being alive?
1: Yeah, it's freeing. I think the uh, my only saving grace is is a fear of my own mortality. If that wasn't, if the fear of if the fear of death wasn't there, I don't know. I don't know that anything else is is Did keeping me tethered.
0: I said it to a taxi driver. The only people I communicate
1: with now are taxi drivers. Your people.
0: I I said to him, he was like, oh, you wouldn't really die with a shark. And I was like, mate, have you not seen it? Like, your body has a default. Like, you're in shock. You don't feel anything. It's just, like, awesome watching yourself being devoured by a shark. Like, you've had a big injury. Initially, you don't feel it. Mm. So I said, There's no greater way than to be mauled by an animal, watching your own body being destroyed, everything you loathe about yourself eaten. I said, Do you not see? <laughs> I said, it, How cathartic it would be to see the person you despise and loathe that destroyed your life, the you, you hate consumed the most. by a wild animal, the thing you hate most on this planet, ripped apart by a fucking wild animal, not feeling anything. I'm like, That's everything we've all dreamt of. You fucking wake up. Up, giuseppe it's a fucking dream to be mauled by an animal and you actually because you're not going to feel the pain don't you think it would be amazing watching your body being ripped into three bits by a shark with no feeling
1: the only thing that i can't reconcile is uh like and i guess this is the basis for most for most most religions and theories of yeah. afterlife and reincarnation, but I, ca- I cannot imagine or reconcile the idea of nothing. The idea that like in some way or form, my consciousness will not will never exist again. The idea of that makes no sense. Like it, like surely, uh, with an infinite amount of time, it'll it'll yeah. reassemble somewhere. And yeah, I'll but be... dude,
0: that that you don't exist. That's where
1: you're wrong. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying. It's that that's the I think that's the big the. You never existed, dude. I'm saying that that's where my uh, where my fear comes from, where my fear of my own mortality comes from. Not that not that there's nothing. The idea that it will uh, it will just start again, that's more terrifying to me than in the end of experience is the idea yeah, that yeah. it'll like it it'll, uh, it'll reboot like a game or like you.
0: Yeah, but dude, you know what I've realized is everything you love about yourself. Is the shared consciousness your ego is everything you hate, and you are the separation and shedding of ego. Ultimately, that the solution to everything is realizing you're irrelevant, and everything that's good about you existed independent of yourself. That 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 voya that witnesses your experiences. That that greedy, evil, selfish little cunt that you hate—every part of you that you hate is you, mm-hmm. and everything that's good is the shared thing that exists as independent of you. So it's like you're not losing anything. The that the witness of your life, which is you, is everything that's repulsive. Yes. Once that's shattered, you're free.
1: But my fear, my fear is the uh, uh, is that I will instead of it there being a finite definitive end that i will continue to witness or oh, or, or begin witnessing oh, again you? in some way somehow that i cannot comprehend
0: that is that that is that is what overwhelms me as well because it's actually a horrible prank because you're put into this world and you've put as a witness of your own life mm-hmm. and then slowly as you get more intuitive to what existing is mm-hmm. you realize that the game is freeing yourself of the, the the viewing microscope, like everything that's bad about you. That person that will drown someone to survive
1: mm-hmm.
0: is all that, and then you realize, ah, oh, so it's all disgusting. That the vehicle that can observe you being alive is is the everything that you have to free yourself in your your hundred years alive. Yeah, and then you're like, what a horrible thing to do to someone. To create this witness, this nasty troll of a witness that you think is you and then you eventually go, oh, it's a dirty observer. Like, you know, it's a guy peering from a cupboard of a beautiful lovemaking session and you're like, oh, so why did we just never have that? Just not witness any of
1: it. That's the thing I get. uh, uh it- like a like a teenager, I become angrier and angrier at my own uh, oh. my own parents and ancestors with the passage of time that they would force us upon someone.
0: You get angry with the whole idea of existence mm. because you realise, independent of existence, was this pure, beautiful nirvana, and then that the need to see itself basically created all that is bad. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like the need to witness itself. So it's equivalent, this is the idea, you could have just enjoyed the birthday but now you needed to take photos of it and the party was never as good. And I'm like, why didn't it just exist as the divine being? Why do we all these mini tentacles of little fuckheads making Netflix specials, trying to create (laughs) legacy items? And I'm like, oh, dude, what I'm saying is it's such a paradox. Mm. But then I asked it on DMT and they go, what else would we do? And I'm like, fair point. What are we going to do? And I'm like, even though it's flawed, it is something. And but I yeah. suppose black, black and white, independent of, if you don't have negative space and then positive space, nothing exists. So in a way it exists. It had to have us, even though we're the curse and we are ultimately Satan, it had to have us to create and us ex- be appreciative as we exit this place of how good that thing is. Do you know what I mean? The mm. divine being, the existence, the shared consciousness.
1: Yeah, well, and remember, remember, Satan. Uh, the original, the original definition of Satan was just adversary. It was not a particular oh. thing. It was just the idea of adversary. So when, like, when Old Testament talks about Satan in the in the Bible, it's not talking about a Lucifer. It's talking about the the adversary, the inverse, the uh, the opposition.
0: Dude, and that's what it is, right? It's that negative space. So it's this idea, right? We're in Nirvana and then we were spoiled and the universe decided that get out of the pool, look out at it and realise how fucking you lucky are and then once you die, you'll always appreciate never being alive again because <laughs> you're like, no more bills. <laughs> and you're like, you know what? Thank fuck. I don't have to try to take this collective consciousness and fashion a 10-minute... Stand up, bit to try and get paid. I can just enjoy humor. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm saying to you, like by having that negative space and seeing the black versus the white. Hopefully, once you die, you don't recirculate, and you just appreciate not ever being alive again. And you're praising the the ultimate creator. You're begging on their knees, saying thank you for teaching me how bad it was. I love being in
1: this space. Like I don't think you just loop. So I just don't know how there can be no, uh, how there can be, I would like there to be an end to experience. So when it is, when it is all done, there is no more, there's no more comprehension and there's no more, uh, gazing into the mirror like we're doing now, but I don't, I can't, can't, uh, I can't reconcile the idea that there is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. dude, dude. but the ripple, the ripple is created by our ego. Like what I'm saying to you is, we will just go to a, a space of unawareness, but feeling bliss. You you won't be aware of it, so it's like you know a pool that's nice to jump in, mm. but no one's gone in it, so you're unaware if it's good or bad. That's what I feel like will be like after death.
1: I yeah, uh, I hope so. I hope so too. But the but my fear is that it uh, it like it requires observation like that observation is required that in some way somehow yeah. there can there there can't be a finite definitive end because it ha- there has to be a form of observation and like in a solipsist way and like uh like a in, in a selfish nothing exists but my own uh my own thoughts and everything that's going on inside my head the fear is that the there has to be that level of observation somehow, oh, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. even after death, there must be a loop or there must be a, uh, the gases and the particles of your consciousness that are spread across the universe when you blow your brains all it over needs, the front it of it. It needs to um, be,
0: have a backdrop is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, that, some, that somehow they reform and they come back together. Dude,
0: out of interest though, how funny is canvassing this with like a random Karen? Because that's where I've got that bit about, like, do you ever have to smell your fingers smell your fingers to see if you're real? Yeah. And they're like, John, John from the comedy store said to me, he saw me do that and he goes, don't you dare say that on stage ever again. <laughs> it's so <laughs> unfunny. Because I was talking about dissociative thinking and I said, do you ever smell your fingers to see if you exist, if you're real, to bring you into the now? Do you know what I mean? To bring you out of the simulation, into the moment. And, like, he's like, don't you dare... Say that, but I'm like the confused look at T ball <laughs> for a woman with a perm that's basically wondering what level spray tan to get for the Christmas holidays <laughs> to hear you talking about a pond without ripples and that we're only conscious to a- appreciate being unconscious <laughs> is so wacky. And the only people that enjoy it are 16-year-olds on marijuana at house parties. And <laughs> yeah, then it was like what yeah, I said to yeah. the DMT guys. They all said, oh, DMT, it's so enlightening. Who, who are
1: the DMT guys? Who are, are these just... Oh,
0: every, everyone I hear talks about DMT, how it makes you so humbled. Right, and
1: right, okay. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. We, we and I
0: always explain, it. I explain to them, well, it's weird because you're using it to push your ego because you're basically using that experience to to elevate you around other people so i said you've learned nothing from your dmt because you're using it to undermine and belittle other people because they haven't had that experience so i said fundamentally you never understood the
1: message of the dmt well yeah i mean it's a it's a very layered thing to pull apart because you have the uh, after the initial that initial wave of understanding you feel, like, yeah. you feel like you're either gifted or you need to be yelling it in people's faces to make them wake up.
0: Yeah, yeah. You feel like you're in a special group and then by that, you've not understood the, the ego analogy. What I was saying is like, you're the filthy cuck that's sent into the cupboard so you can watch mummy and daddy create a fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and ultimately you're a scumbag. But then I wonder like, because, because if... Uh... That's a realization in itself, right? That your yeah. uh, that your experience does not make you special, and you should not identify that as being a unique or special thing. Yeah, um, and that everyone's experience is valid. But then, what what level of um, uh, of idiocy are we at now? Because that that can't be the only thing. There must be oh, for sure. There must be deeper levels that we do not yet. Have a have a hold on, like the same thing as oh. the the initial the initial understanding or idea that I'm gonna. I've, I've, oh, I've seen dude. the light. I've seen the now. I know. To the one we're at, where it's like, no. If you had seen the light, you would know oh, that you've not seen the light.
0: Dude, that that is the 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 levels of nirvana, right? That understanding of enlightenment, mm. and it's like, so I'm at the stage where the passage of time has become repetitive and cliche. So I'm acting crazy. But that is probably like level three and there's probably 15 beliefs. Yeah. Eventually what you, eventually what actually happens, you become a, a middle-aged Karen housewife just organising bills and you're like, that is the old. What I'm saying to you is like we the proximity, you go through cycles and it's quite funny because I think there is an elevation to
1: just getting on with the sedentary la- nature of life, so oh, I think that's probably- the most enviable position to be in. Is yeah. one 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 where you're not uh, you don't question the pool. If you're not questioning the pool, you've fucking made it. If the pool is just still and calm, and you're or, or and then you, and you're jumping in, splashing around, ruining yes. it, that you don't care. That's amazing.
0: Dude, and it's like, come on in. The water's great. You're in Laos on an inflatable with a cocktail just going down with the river, making small talk about how to get the perfect lawn with another father <laughs> and going...
1: Just discussing the different <laughs> types of grass.
0: How yeah. to grow the perfect fucking kakaya <laughs> and de-weed your backyard. And I'm like, but how do you... You go through those passages, man, because right now mine is about just trying to create new experiences. So I'm just being jarring to just uh, saying the opposite. So I'll say, oh, he's got, uh, he, he's got bowel cancer. I'm like, good, one less dickhead. And <laughs> I obviously feel empathy, but I just say something crazy yeah. to see what people say. And then they go, he's a monster. Who says shit like that? And you're like, well, at least it's fucking something different for you. Maybe I'm helping you feel a little bit more new experience because you haven't met a freak that eats out of the bins, have you? You haven't seen a guy on pickup urinate into his own mouth for hydration as he picks his kids up in the kiss and ride? Is that good or is that crazy? And then you're like, ah... I'm going to end up institutionalised. I need to get short back in sides and get back at uh, KPMG ASAP. <laughs> Did you know what's hardest of it all mm. is the patterns? Like as things have got worse, the, the storms just come in cycles and it was probably like the bipolar or whatever, but like it hits in windows like it's one day yeah. where, where the stocks plummet, the car's broken down. Generally, I find my phone starts scrambling and writing random shit in it. And then, um, do you know, like, there'll be the withdrawal of any ability to do stand-up. Like, you're landlocked forever. Sorry. We're not doing a swap anymore. Get out. Your money's gone. And you're like, wow, that happened in 12 hours. Period. <laughs> Only 12 hours ago, I was having a slushy and I was on the up. Crazy that every window has now shut on me. It's just like, doosh, Shut but you know, you know. I actually, watched Willy Wonka, and I was like, he had the Wonka, the new movie. Yeah, he has a level of um, enlightenment that's quite profound. Which was the one of rather than being antagonistic to the simulation, is to just being total love and acceptance and kindness. Like this guy gets tro- tro- locked in a laundry for 27 years it's a kid's theme movie right so it sounds pathetic but he's still jovial just making chocolate and i'm like maybe i need to get back to doing that and i had that dream right i had that dream because my stand-up is never going to go anywhere and i had this thing of like hey and it's what i say to the taxi drivers every time pain and trauma is the only way to know thyself i said it's actually a blessing i said it's the only thing you should be chasing You've only got 100 years down here. You should chase as much pain and as much trauma as you can to broaden who you are before you leave. You should be basically wall-to-wall terror to become a a, 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 a 3D person, to have depth, mm-hmm. do you know, and eventually learn to be Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. They go, hey, we've taken everything, and you're like, fancy a, a mint, a, a chewy gum. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Like, well I mean this is the feeling that I had when I uh, when I described when I described swimming against the current before it's like the the simulation is is hard and un uh, unbending it's uh, yeah. it 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 continues to do what it's going to do and there's no there's nothing you can change or whatever yeah. so it will like you can either yeah you can lay still and just float with the current or you can swim against the current uh, and as hard as you can you can you can put in zero effort or all of the effort. Uh, it doesn't yeah. make a difference. The current is the current. Yeah. Uh, but that's but that's the best that, the best that you can do.
0: And you know you know who's the biggest uh, proponent of that is the serial killer because he knows how to represent himself with the current. So like if you're diddling kids, you end up working at a kids' shelter. You know what I mean? As you're doing community work, and I'm like, it's American Psycho. It's the same thing. What I'm saying to you is. They use it for exploitive measures. But if you, basically, if I then say I do a show and raise money for an an, a woman's shelter or some shit, mm. it actually works. Where they go, oh, my God, Wolves set up sh- soup kitchens. But they're like, I know he's a monster. I've seen him. But, like, you're just basically, I've raised hundreds of thousands of dollars doing cycling across the desert for the poor. <laughs> And do you know what I mean? It's like that's going with the current. Become everything you hate. You're on the beach cleaning up litter. You're doing everything against your logic. But eventually it's real. And like they embrace the serial killer, you're warmly received. And they go, God, you were a great guy. And you're like, it was all a lie. I felt nothing doing any of it.
1: Yeah, well, I guess that's what I mean. It's like you can, you can be lying on your back, floating downstream yeah. uh, towards the rocks. It doesn't matter if you're thinking, "Oh, this current's so strong, like fuck this, I hate this," yeah, yeah. or I know that I'm lying on my back, floating downstream, and the rocks are coming up towards me. Or you could have no perception of that at all, no understanding of that, and you're still floating downstream. It doesn't like it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know what you're saying. There's there's two things, right? There's an understanding of the position that you are in, yeah, in this horrible current, careening towards your death. Uh, or there's no understanding, and then there's two actions, which is to struggle against it or to, uh, like, just relax and let go. And
0: and, and, and this is the analogy, right? It's like seaweed being dumped in a storm, in a wave, Mm. and then trying to form purpose. But ultimately it's seaweed just being in a turbulent current going wherever the current determined mm. and you can start trying to fight against it or you can do nothing or you can be aware of it or you can not be aware of mm-hmm. it. Fundamentally you're seaweed in the storm in a wave, in a dumping wave, just being bundled around. Yeah, None of it matters. And then you realize the ultimate position is to just d- dissociate.
1: Well, that's sort of why it's so, it's so uh, difficult is because it doesn't matter but it's all you have. So, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter to the to the river, to the current. It, the river doesn't give a shit. Yeah. It doesn't matter uh how you feel about it because yeah. you're you're a tiny piece of seaweed. Uh, yeah. you're you're a little you're a little nothing who can struggle or fucking be uh be flung off off the edge of the cliff. It doesn't it doesn't matter, but your experience is all you have.
0: Oh, dude, and it's and then it's like If you don't invest in it and every tumble of the seaweed, you turn that into days of the calendar and trying to achieve stuff. It's like this. You go into prison and you don't take care of yourself. It's all you've got. Get a family photo up. Keep the bed made. Do you know what I'm saying? Like You have to create meaning into the chaos to have purpose and then... You ultimately shouldn't have because you're weeding away. Weed well, it
1: is very difficult to always uh, have the energy to to, oh, to have purpose and to like motivate yourself to focus on that purpose and to not just feel useless and irrelevant and yeah. uh, defeated.
0: And that's what you end up having, right? You're like seaweed and you're like – every spin of you is a day of the calendar mm. and you're like someday we'll all be washed up onto the beach mm. and what – you know what I mean? And we'll be safe and that, that's what your safe passage of life. But then what you don't realise is on that beach you wither, rot and die and that's the end. There's nothing there. Do you know what I mean? So even there everything is meaningless. You're as good staying in the water. So even if you try fashion your way and you end up on a rock and then on an island – ultimately your sun dries you out and then you're pecked to death by seagulls and you become nothing. You become dust anyway. But, you know, then you're like, well, you look at all the other seaweed and go, well, we made it on land, which is the idea of retirement or trying to do stuff. But it's crazy because if you start viewing it that way, It's hard to even engage in anything. Yeah, that's that's
1: how I'm feeling at the moment. Difficult to That's where you're at,
0: dude. That's where you're at. And that that's why also I'm acting crazy because with the fast passage of time I've become acutely aware that I'm seaweed going faster and faster in the ocean and that it doesn't matter whether I end up on the rocks or stay in the ocean or go on the sand. And then it's very hard to give a fuck about the other seaweed.
1: Well, and this is see, this is my uh, this is what I was talking about in terms of like fear of mortality. Like a big part of me, if, if I continue to use the river analogy, just because it's in my head. Yeah. If I uh, swim down the current and fling myself off, uh, which is uh, which is my certain fate anyway. But if I yeah. just speed it up, like fuck it, who cares? But what if down below, below the rocks, there's another river, and you have to, and it just starts and it keeps going, or it starts all over yeah, again. Yeah. There's another type of maybe even even worse turmoil, uh, and it's perpetual. That's
0: what stops a lot of people. These are the two arguments that suicidal people have. Mm. The one argument uh, they, that stops them, no, that makes them think they can do it, is people will be better off without me. Mm-hmm. But the thing that stops a lot of people is what if I'm s- stuck just with myself forever?
1: Yeah, this is a, I think I've mentioned it before. This is the plot of that movie, Wrist uh, Cutters, a love story. Yeah. It starts off, this guy kills himself. And then he wakes up and he is in a just slightly worse place. Everything is just slightly worse. Like the power doesn't really work that well. The food tastes worse. Everything's a bit more depressed. It's always overcast.
0: Oh, my. Imagine that, dude. Because even worse than that is like if you just go into that state that you're most worried about, that you exist independent of – you know, you're, you're continuing... like That's what you're worrying, right? Continuing suffering. Yeah. But even if you you didn't come to exist anymore, but you were just stuck with your own awareness and consciousness forever without anyone to console you ever again. Because yeah, even dude. now, so, like you at least listening to me, while well, I'm telling you, dude, the days are going faster. I'm panicking. Yeah. Everything seems to be meaningless. And you're like, well, well, I feel the same, my, my boy. We've got similarities. <laughs> yeah. But eventually it's just you. And no one consoling you. Like there is a limit of compassion, you even listening or me even listening to your idea is actually comfort.
1: Because how much more terrifying would it be if you went, off the, went over the rocks and then you were just all alone? It's all the same, but you're all alone having these horrible, and you know that there's nothing, your experience is the only one and there's no, there's no external experience to, uh, to comfort or, or
0: yeah, yeah, commiserate
1: yeah. with you. Did you know
0: what the hardest is trying to explain this to someone at a varying level? Because <laughs> either, either you're trying to show a mirror to the dog that it's a dog, and then you're trying to explain that its owner keeps scolding it with a slipper, and that's why it's going. But all it hears is wah 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 wah, like Snoopy, <laughs> like you know, peanuts.
1: Wah 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 wah. wah, wah. <laughs> or
0: if they get it, they're like you. If they get it, they get very angry. They're like
1: you're a liar. Oh, like if you were the one to pull to pull the wool from over their yeah. eyes.
0: If you put your hands in front of their nose and they smell the faeces (laughs) in your fingers, they are furious and going, don't you ever pull back the curtain again, (laughs) you motherfucker. Don't you talk about my mat in the laundry, my baskets, ever again. We've got a system. It all works out in the end. We all end up at the farm. With, in the big sky, <laughs> do you know what I mean? You can't actually. It's. I, I was explaining. It's the same resistance you have when you quit alcohol around alcoholics. Mm. How angry they are. Yeah, because it's it
1: starts, It becomes more about them. And they're like, well, I don't have a problem. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I never said you had a problem. It's like, yes, you fucking did. You definitely said I had a problem. Trying to explain to them that their house is just a
0: status symbol and no one really wants to have dinner at someone's fucking house with shit home cook- cooking. And I'm like, all it is is... Um, Peacocking, it's a demonstration of your success or wealth and literally no one wants to go to another person's house. Really? Like as in no one really wants to have your lasagna on a carpeted, <laughs> carpeted bedroom in fucking double view in, in 14A, a duplex that you've managed to acquire from your job in Bunnings. Mm. I would much rather go to a fucking restaurant and come and go when I want to. and But the whole idea, if you explain to them that you've only – your house is just to show off they lose their mind.
1: Yeah. yeah. Because
0: a house is that. It's a status thing, right? It's like the only reason you want to bet – all of them suck. They're all annoying. You've got to look after them. But you see these eight-bedroom houses with big backyards, and I'm like, it, it's, it sucks in there. Like I think what, what we've said in the pod before, the only thing that, that is of value is the company you keep like how the quality of the conversations you're having in that house. Mm. And most of the time it's not there. So it's like, it doesn't matter where Elon Musk lives because he's Elon Musk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? yeah you're, you're trapped in your own head and he's trapped with his own company. Mm. So
0: I'm like, and I've been to these sophisticated parties and it was the classic example is the work corporate box where you get invited and you've got catering and you're watching the grand final like you want to put a gun in your mouth and blow your head away. And you're like, I'm actually just watched my favourite team win the grand final and I feel like putting a knife into my fucking heart dying. <laughs> and dying. And that's what you realise these people have. And then you realise, well, if you diminish that and you don't no longer aspire for a display item, which is a big house, well, then you really are free from the matrix because once you've abandoned that, well then you don't have to have a mortgage.
1: Mm. And then
0: then you're a fucking then you're dangerous. Because what what's holding you then?
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think you're I think you're still trapped though. Like you said, you're always it doesn't matter if you free yourself from the uh that external desire because you're still trapped in your own fucking head, which is the like that's the true cage, man. The the cage isn't a three bedroom, two bathroom box. Yeah, The cage is the thing that you're walking around in, paring out the fucking, paring out the eyeballs of, man. That's the cage. I'm in the cage right now. We're both in that, the cage.
0: You, we're all in the cage, right? Because we all have to have a purpose and you have to, Yeah, in a capitalist society, you have to produce. So the reality is as happy as everyone acts on Christmas, they basically, every person I know has a crazy cunt that can basically take their family home <laughs> at a whim.
1: <laughs> yeah, Everyone I, I
0: know it. has a guy Jeff who you go like you see his red stained lips and teeth that are reddened. Have you been? How you been? Just say how's the how's the wife? How's the wife? And at any point he could go, "You're out," and your private school's gone. And I'm like, your process, you process it like it. It was the same as way as I was saying with the stock market. It's like running, um, um malware in the back of your brain Mm. because you're actually never free. Even if you make money, you're always thinking about your exposed position and it's the same with employment and the way you're involved. You're telling me that everyone, even having trifle, don't deep down remember that Jeff can end all of this. If you do not report on time or put a report and you tell me that you had a good life, you've got a gun at the back of your head at all points your, your, your mortgage, but more so your employer. And even, even if you own your own business, you, ha- you don't know what the next year holds. So don't act happy having another, yeah, I'll have another slice of Christmas cake. At any moment, you know it can all collapse. And that is the, the fear of being exposed, that mm. you're a fraud, which you all are. You all are frauds. <laughs> That's the truth of it all. Your ego makes you believe that you weren't lucky but fundamentally, you're a fraud from the beginning.
1: Yeah, but even if you uh, even if you try do everything you can to exist outside of those systems, and you you just uh, you're you're just moving from alcove to alcove, uh, yeah. staying out of the sun, and then falling asleep on the beach, you're still trapped in your own head.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that, that's what I'm saying. But you do get enjoyment out of it, right? Because the frauds with the houses or the success or the ego, they look at you and say, look at me, learn from me. Like we say, never get advice from a poor man. Never get, get advice from any man or any human because fundamentally what you're looking at is seaweed being tumbled in the ocean and it's waving to you going, yoo this is how you do it. I've got it all organized Monday, Tuesday, fast on Thursday. Follow my mechanism and you can have life. But if you actually have any insight, you realize it's seaweed in the storm. And then you laugh with hysterics as a guy in boat shoes tells you about leveraging into the property market (gasps) and how his life is sorted. And you know fundamentally as that guy has this third shot and tells you how well he's doing at Rio Tinto that he knows that Jeff ultimately could fucking pull that rug out at any moment. (laughs) And, And they also know that the property market could turn and Bitcoin could collapse and their wife could go at any moment and will and probably will. And I'm like, but I'm saying to you, like, no one no, is beyond just being seaweed in the, in, the, in the waves.
1: No, no. Yeah, you can. But they all know you can, that. You can thrash and fight against the current all you want, but you're, you're being pulled under forever.
0: Dude, and it's actually probably the greatest joke of them all is watching someone masquerading that they're not seaweed in the storm <laughs> and acting like they're a structured a structured st- structure like with a like uh, purpose out.
1: like they've yeah, yeah, like, like they go, like, like they've found a they've found a way to escape the tide
0: <laughs> yeah like they're sushi like they've found a purpose like they're part of sushi or whatever mm. the seaweed's now being consumed <laughs> but uh, it's it's hilarious because once you work out that riddle Every person is a perfect joke Because their semblance of feeling important Everything that they pride themselves on is a joke And then you pretty much any human you see Someone arriving in a waistcoat Someone in boat shoes Someone with a perm Someone with new fucking teeth that they've got in Turkey Someone with eyeliner Every person makes you laugh in hysterics That they think they've found the solution the formula, the answer.
1: Let me pass and then let's do a second episode. Let's reset.
0: Oh well this was uh this was a heavy one, dude. If we, <laughs> if we if we got any listen if we got any listeners left after this, I'll be surprised.
1: <laughs> Leveraging your home margin personal loans Hedged by put contracts holding.
0: Wow. What a great show. If you want more sure thing, check out the Patreon, longer episodes, Patreon exclusive episodes every week. And most importantly, it's the best way to show you care.
1: patreon.com sure thing.